The uh, start of the Major League Baseball draft just a few days away, and the guy who's really kind of uh, putting together the blueprint for what the Brewers uh, want to do is the uh, amateur scouting director for the crew. His name is uh, Todd Johnson. He joins us right now. Todd, thanks so much for taking some time. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, so where's uh, you're just uh, what, uh, four days left until uh, till the draft, a little bit less than that? Where, where are you guys at right now in terms of the, the final preparations and what you want to accomplish before uh, you make that first selection? Yeah, it's really a, a, a year-long process, and with some players it's even longer than that, that we've known these guys. Um, where we are you know, today and you know, right now is you know, we've been in, in our meetings since Monday, and, you know, just working through all the players, trying to, you know, get all the information we can, uh, get it organized, put it together, and then put them in the right order on the board. So on Monday, you know, we're ready to go, and uh, we'll get we'll get three really good ones on Monday, and uh, hopefully a bunch more through the whole draft. You're in your first year as the director of amateur scouting, but you spent six seasons as the assistant director, so you obviously are very familiar with everything. But what's one or two things maybe that, uh, I don't know if caught you off guard is the right thing, right way to say it, but the things that you've gone through getting ready that are on your plate now that, uh, that you've really had to push through being the director as opposed to where you were at before? Yeah, it's really, um, you know, you see it in, in being next to that, person but when you're sitting in that chair it's it is it's completely different you're you know there's a lot of uh i don't want to i don't know if it's pressure or just there's a lot of things that you have to get done there's a lot of information to take in there's a lot of people's input into the process that you need to weigh and balance um there's a lot of reaching out and communicating with our area scouts with you know advisors with players just trying to understand that and then also you know, working with the staff we have together in the office and, and in the meetings to, you know, get all the information, organize it, and make sure that it's updated in a timely fashion as well. There's the narrative out there that it's the it's the analytical people who look at baseball one thing, it's the the old school baseball guy that looks at things in another way. And I don't I don't buy into that narrative. I think a lot of organizations are, are able to really mold both things in. But you've got a bit more of an analytics background. How do you um how how do you make sure that you know the, those scouts who have the great eye and things like that uh, that that that, that uh, those things don't get discounted? Yeah, absolutely. No, and that's a big part of the a big part of the process is to ensure that we keep all those things in balance. And and David's done a great job of stressing that and making sure that's a critical piece for what we're doing and and that it's a an area that we've grown. I mean, we've added scouts since David came on. Uh we've, you know, added area scouts this year, we added supervisors this year. Um so we've grown the scouting department both last year with Ray, we added added some and then you know, this year again, um, as I took over, we kind of shifted some some areas and, and added on. So we certainly kept that as a, a key focus. And on the amateur side, it's a huge piece because we don't have the same level of objective data, performance data on the amateur side that we do on the professional side. You mentioned Ray Montgomery, and you know, it's not like he's gone; he's still around. Do you uh, do you still lean on him at all? Oh, absolutely, every day. Um, certainly, I mean, he's got so much experience doing this. Um, you know, he started as an area, well, he started as a player, um, a big leaguer, and then, um, you know, as an area scout, and then up through supervising, he was assistant scouting director for a while here, and then, you know, his experience as a director is huge in his relationships as well, because it is a big piece of it, his relationships with, both with other teams to, uh, you know, potentially get information, as well as with, 
advisors to try and, you know, gather um, that information, build relationships with those people, um, get to know those players. And so, yeah, every day, Ray and I talk, uh, you know, during the year we talk, you know, all the time. And, and right now he's in there. He's he's right right there with me and, and working through this stuff. I know you want to hit on both the things I'm about to say, but when you when you evaluate a draft, is it is it more important to really kind of hit big on that first guy or those first few guys you draft, or is it more important to have a completely well-rounded draft where your late-round picks are also guys that are uh, maturing through the system and, and eventually contribute? Yeah, and, and like you said, it's, it's obviously both. Um, as an organization here, um, you know, farther back we've always done really really well with the with the later round picks i mean you look back at our 2009 draft and we had four guys i think go after the seventh round who all became regular type contributors so that's a huge piece um but you know your best chance your best opportunity to get impact talents that are going to typically be the guys that impact your your team um in a you know hugely meaningful way is certainly at the front so, you know, we focus a lot there, but we, we certainly aren't taking, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday off. We're, we're, we're looking to get big leaguers all the way through the draft. We're talking with the Brewers amateur scouting director, Todd Johnson. You always have kind of an idea of at least, you know, some guys that probably will be available when you have that first pick and so much attention is on that first pick. Uh, do you like the level of talent that you expect to be there in that nine spot this year? Yeah, we're certainly happy. I mean, it's a, it's going to be deep. I think we're, you know, we're pretty excited about our, you know, our first three picks, certainly um, on the first day and then the, uh, the rest of the talent that we've looked at and, and evaluated to, to fill out the rest. But yeah, we're, we're really happy and comfortable with the group of guys that, that we think, you know, one of will be the ninth pick in the country. And, and, and we think we'll have, you know, a number of those guys to kind of um, select from and compare and contrast uh, on Monday evening. The farm system is so absolutely stacked. Does that does that liberate you at all in the sense that you you know there's there's so much talent at every single position you can just go get the the best guy available and you don't even have to worry about what position they play? In baseball it's interesting because it's such a the players we draft are, you know, typically farther away. They're not immediate impactors on the on the big league team. So it it's always dangerous to draft for need on in baseball anyway. So trying to to manage that and trying to fit that into the equation, I think it just leads you to make mistakes. So you're always really better off taking the best guy available, and that's always been the strategy we've used and will continue to be that, the strategy this year. When you've got two guys that, you know, all the – all the measurables kind of say that they're the exact same guy and you're, you're evaluating, you got to sit there and you've got to make that decision. What are the intrinsic things, the intangibles, that sort of thing that separate one player from another when physically they look alike? Yeah. And that's something that our area scouts do a great job of. They get to know these kids. They spend a lot of time with them. They get to know the families, you know, for the high school kids, especially Uh, they get to, you know, understand what makes them tick, what their aptitude is to develop new skills, you know, their work ethic, all of those pieces that go into that, that are a hugely important part of it. And so, you know, that can at times be a separator, um, you know, and, and so those things definitely factor into the equation and we'll, we'll look at those things. And, you know, if the talent is similar and, you know, one guy is, it has a leg up in that area, maybe potentially based on what we've been able to figure out, 
then, you know, that, that guy might get the leg up on the other guy as far as who we end up taking. I'm going to throw something kind of different at you, and if you don't want to answer, that's that's fine. But uh, basketball is getting ready for their draft as well, and one of the most high-profile prospects is Lonzo Ball, who has a father in LeVar Ball that's all over the place. If there was a, a baseball version of Lonzo with the father situation, would that cause you to, uh, to think twice uh, drafting him because of the father situation? You know, it's something that you need to understand and manage and be aware of as you take that player. But, you know, with, I mean, Lonzo Ball or, you know, someone equivalent in, in baseball are, are so talented that I think that you just want to be going to it with your eyes open and knowing that this is a situation that you're going to have to, you know, have a plan for how you, how you manage that situation. And that's true of any, you know, off the field type situation that you might, you might have with your player, with the players you take. You know, and, and that's something we do a really good job of here as well is, you know, recognizing where I'm not even saying issues, but just things that guys are going to need from a mental approach perspective and having plans in place for them when we draft them, when we acquire them to help them develop in that area as well. Will you get any sleep on Monday or Tuesday night? Um, Monday is always a long night. It's exciting. It's fun. You, you know, we start it. Well, I mean, We'll start earlier in the day, you know, with calls and um, working through that. And then, you know, the first pick, I believe, is we'll pick around seven-something um, for our pick at nine. Um, you know, obviously, we'll watch all the way through. Uh, and then we'll be on the phone a lot that night as well, trying to set up how we're going to attack day two. So, you know, that's why it was a pretty long night. And then, you know, we come right back at it at noon on on Tuesday with uh, round three, which is obviously those are hugely important picks as well, as, as all of them are. So, you know, Tuesday gets done a little earlier, so you get a little more sleep maybe going into Wednesday, but Wednesday can be a grind. Um, you know, you're going through 30 picks on Wednesday, so that can get a, a little long. Are, are you the guy on the phone? Is it David Stearns? I know there's probably a lot of you, but will you get the opportunity with some of these guys to say, hey, welcome to the Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah, usually um, I think that in the past, you know, Ray's made those calls. Um, they'll certainly, the area scout in the area uh, where they're from will we'll talk to them. David will, David will have an opportunity to talk to him. I think it, usually we've done it where it's more of, you know, everybody's in the room that uh, David and Ray or myself and, you know, this year Tim McElvain could potentially be in there, my, the assistant scouting director, um, you know, making that call as well as, you know, the area scout if, if um, they're, because they're, most of our area scouts are out in their areas at this point. How much fun is it, those, those phone calls? Oh, uh, those are great. Um, it's awesome when, you know, the, the thing that that's really fun, they come in to sign, you know, the, the, t- the hiring guys like Corey Ray was here last year. And, you know, that's really fun to get to meet them. They're super excited. You know, they're pumped to put the jersey on. You know, Corey got to go take BP that with, with the big league club, which was impressive as well. Um, so, you know, that's that's a really fun day. On, on You know, draft day is great. Signing day, I think, is even more fun because at that point, you know, all the all the formalities are, are resolved, and we know they're they're good to go, and they're going to be heading out to wherever uh, wherever they're going within the minor league system to get going. I know you're one of the busiest guys in Milwaukee here over the next few days. Thank you for finding some time for us, and uh, best of luck as you move forward through the next few days, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot.